everyone, this is Myra. This is Paula. And this is Martha. And we are your hosts. We are here to help you level up with topics on self-awareness, confidence, and self-acceptance. So grab whatever you would like to sip on and welcome to Sipping With Us. All right. Hi, everyone. Hope you're having an amazing day. Welcome back to another episode. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. It is hump day. Are you supposed to say that? Does anybody actually hump on a Wednesday? Is that normal? Is that a weird question? I had sex last night. I feel like I I don't keep track. (laughs) Yeah, right? I I just feel like Um, Wednesday is a... it, I, I don't think it's a typical day for me, to be honest. Wednesday? Yeah, it's just the middle of the week. I guess a hump day is because it's middle of the week or yeah. why, why? I mean, I always thought. I guess because it's, yeah, I guess so. Because it's like the middle of, of yeah. It, I want to search up five days. Why, like hump why day yeah. it was created. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just because it was the middle of the week. I guess once you're there, like, oh, it's almost two, you know, the week's almost over. Two more days. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Anyway, it's it's a normal Wednesday for us because a we typically one. record a on chilly Wednesdays. Chilly one. It is. It was a chilly one. It's crazy Texas weather. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it um, because then it gets super hot, and honestly, I just hate feeling like sweaty and hot. And spring and fall are my favorite. Or falls first, spring's next. Just because I like the transitional weather. Mm-hmm. I don't like when it's too hot mm-hmm. or too too cold. You know. But today we have a special guest. Um, her name is Michelle. Welcome, Hi, Michelle. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining I'm so us. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> so How do you excited. feel? Are you are you excited? Nervous. Nervous. Nice. I I like meditated in my car because I was like, I calm my nerves. Like just a good two minutes of breathing and. Like, good to go. I feel like the wine helps a lot, though. It does. Mm-hmm. It yeah, that's you lose. And it's your bit. first podcast, right? You yeah. Had to... Sipping with us. That's the reason we, right now, where we're at right now, like the studio that we're in right now, is the epitome of what I think I pictured when we started the podcast. Because essentially, it's like sipping with us, having drinks with each other, and just kind of hanging, having like a chill hangout. Yeah. Vibe, chill vibe. You know? Yeah. So, um, welcome again. We're very happy to to have you on the episode. I'm very excited about today's topics. Um, I know we're going to talk about a, a variety of different topics, but just to kind of give our audience like a little summary of what we're talking about is uh, Michelle. She owns um, she owns a crystal jewelry business that I'm very excited to know more about because. Um, if you are consider yourself a spiritual person, then you know how crystals can be very um, helpful and healing to your life if you know how to use them and if you know more about them. I'm excited to learn because, to be honest, I don't know too much in detail about them. Yeah. So I'm excited to learn about that. But also, we're going to talk about some very serious topics, I feel, that have led you to your current journey right now. Yeah. So before we get into that, why don't we do a quick Raven rant? Just kind of talk a little bit about um, our week. what our week's been, what our day's been like. Do you want to go ahead and get started for us? Yeah. Um, I think the only rants that I have is just like more like a person, like within myself, like mm-hmm. my rant, like nobody not talking that about anything else or anyone else. But my rant is not having energy or staying consistent mm-hmm. with what I usually do like this whole past two weeks I'm drained I like uh I forget to meditate majority of the time and 
not having a schedule. Like, so that's like my rants for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Cause I actually feel the same. I feel like more like mentally exhausted. Yeah. That's exactly how I yeah. feel. And I haven't really been like doing a lot of self care. So I think that's not even helping either. Mm-hmm. But hopefully soon. I probably would say that's my, I don't think I have like an actual rave. Nothing new has happened for me this week. It's tourist season. So I guess let's start with that. <laughs> when um, it started yesterday? Um, it just started yesterday, yes. So I think anytime a new season starts, it's almost like a breath of fresh air. Because anything new is always like, there's some type of an excitement there. Like um, optimism of like, um, you're bringing like a new energy in your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't have much to say either about that. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Paula? Um, I guess it's like I've had my full week at home back, you know, mm-hmm. or I guess working from home, you can say, um, I'm getting ready for my trip to California this weekend. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a trip this year. That'll be my first one. At all this year? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. I know. I feel like this year just flew by. I know. We're already about to be like in May. May. I was like, what? That creates a little bit of anxiety when I think about it because it's like, again, meeting your own expectations, you know? (laughs) But um, I kind of want to circle back to what, how you started, what Mm your, the whole rant, because that is a very honest um, answer, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, Honestly, but I I don't know why. Usually whenever I don't do something, I try to look back and be like, okay, like, why didn't I do that? Like, what was the reason? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, like, a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, yeah, no, like, this is weird because for the past two weeks, I've been mentally trained, like, mentally drained. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I feel like there's no explanation behind it, maybe, like, the universe or something. But... Um, as part of like the mentally drained part, I I don't know why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. And That's normal. Yeah, but I feel like it's hit like so hard for the past two weeks than usual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think, you know, we all talk about me myself included all the time on social media about how important it is to stay consistent and to like mm-hmm. be disciplined with yourself and everything. But we don't really we're not as open about our struggles with that. No. And so. I think the key is to embrace that it's not always going to be like that, Mm -hmm. you know, like embrace. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really huge on like embracing the The moment, the kind of like the The darkness from everything, because Mm -hmm. if you don't, you're living in an unrealistic bubble in a sense, because not everything's going to be perfect, perfect Mm -hmm. ever. And in order for you to have give those happy moments, consistency moments, feelings of like happiness or progression, whatever it is that makes you happy in general. What gives that value is essentially the darkness part of it, Mm -hmm. the struggle, you know? Otherwise there's, there's no value in that. Yeah. Right. So it's it's like like, bad moments. You can't enjoy the good moments. Yeah. Without darkness, you learn learn from them. There's no light. So that was like worded so perfectly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's exactly how, how I see it too. Yeah. So I think also another key is like being aware of it. And coming um, up with a solution. Right. Yeah. And then um, deciding, because I think it's a choice, is deciding like not to stay there at some point. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to give myself the space for it. 
I've said this before, like don't turn a bad day into a bad week. Don't turn a bad week into a bad month. Mm -hmm. You decide what you, how you want to deal with that. But essentially like deciding, okay, I'm going to allow myself this time. And then after this time, I need to make a conscious decision to move out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And not only that, but you're, you're, if you're constantly in that mindset, you're manifesting it. You're attracting You're literally that. attracting literally. the negative energy mm-hmm. into your life, mm-hmm. which so is something I think I did this like past two weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't aware of it mm-hmm. at the time, which I, I was aware of it like recently, which is why I was trying to like stay consistent with like everything I do, like meditating. I have like, um, I cry weekly. <laughs> like I have like a schedule to cry. Oh, wow. Which, wow. Yeah, can you, te- I know. Can you I have, tell us I, what yeah. that means? Yeah. Like, why did, so you come, do that? why did you come up with that? Because I, I don't, okay. So being like a, an older child, I feel like part of like being a Capricorn too is that we hold our emotions in mm. most of the time. And the one time I allow myself to cry is when I'm doing shadow work. Mm-hmm. So I'm like doing my shadow work and I'm expressing myself and I'm like, okay, this is the time where I should just like let it all out, just cry about it. And I'm a very sensitive person. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that because I'm sensitive, I'll cry over everything every single time, every single day. But I just hold it in. And then (laughs) once it's like shadow work, I like to like just let it all out. Like that's my schedule to cry. (laughs) Can you explain what shadow work means? So shadow work is basically your shadow. Something that you try to hide from yourself. So you don't want to acknowledge it. You're hiding it. It's literally just a shadow following you. Mm -hmm. And it's our ugly side. Our ugly side, our envious side, our the part of us that we want to hide from everyone that I feel like it's like really good explanation to like explain shadow work. You know, I did a poll about that knowing that we were going to have. Yeah. And I was voting episode. on it and I was like, this sounds so familiar. Like, yes, <laughs> everything. Yeah. About. Yeah. You're like, hey, all, hey, all my hey. questions. <laughs> I just wanted to see where people were at mentally, you know, and a lot of people don't know about shadow work. Mm-hmm. I feel like shadow work is a very important um, that everybody should do it. Mm-hmm. But there, is what? there like different like definitions for it? Because I Googled it. I honestly, I had no idea what it was until when I saw her post and then I was looking over the notes for the episode and I was like, wait, what is this? So I Googled and I found that it, it online it said it was practice of healing and self-worth. Mm-hmm. So it's um, just acknowledging your emotions, basically. That's cool. Yeah. A lot of people answer that they knew what it was. That they didn't know what it was. they didn't. Yes. Yeah. And I think once you, like, know, you just assume everybody else does. (laughs) Yeah. I always assume everybody does know what shadow work work means. So when did you you learn about it? Um, I want to say, like, a year ago. I've been on and off with my spirituality for, like, three years. But I've been kind of consistent within a year. So... So let's start there for context, right? For the episode. Um, I feel like you wanted to come on on the podcast. Um, I can sense that it was like a form of liberation for you. Mm. Um, I think that's kind of the same thing for all of us. Everybody needs like an outlet to like express themselves in some way. Um, What, if we go back to the beginning, like to, to where you are now, what started it off for you? What started your journey? 
my my postpartum depression. Okay. I was like starting off like being a new mom, being young. I'm older than my like my husband. So when I got pregnant, he had literally just graduated from oh, high school. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he's really mature though, mm-hmm. compared yeah. to like any other guy that I've been with. He's very mature. He has helped me a lot. Um with like my emotions, with like our daughter. So I feel like that's where it basically began. Mm-hmm. Just like the depression. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I'm very emotional just talking about it. Let it all out. That's what right. we're here for. This is my schedule crying. Yes. Schedule crying. Schedule yeah. crying today. Yes. I'm going to yeah. start incorporating that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, being like a young mom and I was, uh, no, we're talking about like crystals and like shadow work and stuff like that so like shadow work is kind of like journaling you know that's mm-hmm. something we've all done before like dear diary right in high school right. middle school and i kiss this boy I mean, I kiss <laughs> yeah um, you, writing all the bad things this was the first yeah. day i had sex <laughs> <laughs> my mom found that by the way i didn't i didn't write it on my journal but yeah. <laughs> yeah um but i would i was doing shadow i was journaling when I was feeling depressed, I would express myself like, I feel like I'm not a good enough mom. And I would get into deep to it. Like, why do I feel like I'm not a good enough mom? So that's like part of like shadow work. How with me, I tend to get jealous sometimes with like other small businesses, mm-hmm. which is so stupid because it's like I'm doing well. So why am I getting jealous over like other mm-hmm. small businesses? And it just starts off with like, Okay, they're getting, like, a lot of attention, a lot of attention, and it goes back to, like, I get jealous because growing up, I never had attention, or I was envious of the girl who was the center of attention. I was envious of the girl who got, like, the hot boyfriends and stuff like that, so it, it kind of circulates to, like... um my teen self. Mm-hmm. It, it always does, right, mm-hmm. to your childhood? It's always yeah. in some way. your childhood. Right. <laughs> yeah. I... I, I those are very raw emotions because I think one of the problems that I have with life in general is that people are not open about those emotions, you know? And it's like, but I can see right through that all the time because we all feel it and we all, in a sense, know how that feels. But we all have that decision to make as to how you want to channel that in your life, you know? You're going to spiral down the that path of living in a very envious way or, or whatever, which are normal feelings. They're human feelings. Yeah. Everybody feels that, Yeah, you know? And this is why I don't like the toxic positivity culture sometimes because oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're you're told to like that, that you're, you're not a good human because you feel those things mm-hmm. instead of helping you process those feelings in a, in a healthier way. Does that make yeah. sense? No, yeah, that's true. Um, and it, like toxic positivity, it, it goes back to an example I like to use. Um, Cause like my mom constantly uses like, oh, uh, you should be uh, grateful that this didn't happen to you. You should be like, look at the upside to, um, there's a reason this happened. So it's like part of toxic positivity. And I like to use an example of cancer 
you have cancer. Are you going to tell someone, oh, but look at the bright side mm-hmm. <laughs> or, right. yeah. you know, this happened for a reason. You know, I just look at it and can I, can I cuss? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know some places are like filter, but I'm like, fuck that. Like, why would you tell someone like, oh, like this happened for a reason. Same God, goes with plan. like trigger warning rape, you know, like you you don't get raped for, like, a reason. Like, there's no reason behind it. I mean, like, there's a reason you get, you know, but it's, like... What, it doesn't what, justify it. It doesn't right. justify, like, right. oh, you know, like, you get raped. Like, look, maybe it happened for a reason, like, you know? No, that did not just happen for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, so there's, like, some things that you just don't mention, like... That thing. It happened for a reason, mm-hmm. or look at the bright side, you know? Right. I see what mm-hmm. you're saying. Like, you can't apply the same sentiment Mm-mm. all around because it's not it's different situations yeah you know and i totally agree with you like um the i don't know this is kind of like a weird example but a good example that i would use is like i don't know i just imagine so if i was like i'm not single but if i was single i don't want to hang around with married couples if i'm single or recently um separated yeah why because it's gonna trigger me you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be triggered being around so much love and and you feel like you don't have it in some way. And it's like, no, I want to be around people that I can relate to in some way. Not completely avoid them because you still need... You're healing. You still need to, like, be grounded in some way. And, mm-hmm. and that's part of the world, right? You can't always avoid your triggers. That's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly surrounding yourself by them, it's going to trigger you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's another example. Like, it's like, okay, you know, you can't always, and, and I'm saying that as a personality through shadow work, I learned that I'm, I have a very, very avoidant personality. As in like, I'm going to avoid anything that causes any emotional, any, <laughs> as a Capricorn moon, I yeah. can kind of relate to you, um, any emotional like tension or anything. And I'm just going to go with the safer, like the fun side, the safe side, because I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how... I relate it to what you're saying. I think, I think like everyone, like the example that you just gave, I lost my parents, both of them. So if I was to like actually do that and feel that way, then I won't hang out with anyone Mm -hmm. because all my friends have parents. Right. So, you know, so like I had to take it like a different, like a different way because then I'm going to be alone because everyone has parents or everyone has grandparents. Mm -hmm. But if I, like, close myself because I don't want to feel that, then I'm legit going to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to, like, learn to just, you know. Learn to adjust Adjust, adjust to my new life and... And a lot of healing. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's weird, actually like, healing. a lot of healing. And right. healing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't always run away from situations. No. I understand, like, don't... Not fully um, being around a situation that's going to constantly trigger until you start healing. Right? But... Understand that avoidance is never going to be the full answer because the more you avoid, it's always it's always going to circle back. It's mm-hmm. going to find its way back. You okay. have to you know? like learn to heal. Mm-hmm. So how did how did that transition for you? Like as far as uh, you went through po- postpartum, actually, because none of us three have children, it's very hard to understand that. I know a lot of women go through postpartum depression, but if you can give us like a brief understanding of what that feels like mm-hmm. like if somebody doesn't understand what they're feeling right now what how did you know you were going through that in the first um, place 
for the first year, I didn't know I was going through that. I thought it was baby blues because a lot of the times postpartum and baby blues get mixed up. Um, So I thought I had baby blues up until my mother-in-law mentioned like, hey, like, do you have like some kind of depression? Do you have postpartum depression? Because my mom doesn't believe in postpartum depression, Mm. which is like in a lot of Mexican households. Um, Very taboo. Yeah. And so she's very open. You know, like, I'm so thankful I have, like, the best mother-in-law because she's very open. And she was like, okay, like, we're going to try to get to a therapist. Like, let's try to get to a therapist and we'll see how it goes from there. Mm-hmm. And which sucked because the first, she only gets, like, one therapist that's, like, for free. And she turned out to suck because a lot of therapists, like, do suck they do I've gone to like two and it never worked out um the first one was a very Christian um a very Christian therapist and I don't believe in religion mm-hmm. you know I, I do believe there's a God out there mm-hmm. um maybe like different types of gods but she was like you just have to let God handle this and just pray to God. The and therapists have that? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that are religion-based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a friend I thought who they were supposed to be. Yeah, they're not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I was very confused. But it was mm-hmm. like, a, like a therapist through the hospital that my mother-in-law mm-hmm. yeah. works at. So... But how, how you did know. you know? Like, how did, did you went to your mother-in-law? You told her, like, I'm feeling this and this or like yeah, they so, saw it in you or. So my my boyfriend, my husband, I don't know, I say husband and boyfriend. We're not married, but at this yeah. point we're living together. Right. Yeah. We're married. He was like, um, like, how do you feel? I told him everything I'm feeling, which is like, I feel like I'm not a good enough mom. I have no patience. Um, like, I don't know what I'm doing. and. Like, I just have big problems. I have no patience. And a lot of people think, like, oh, postpartum depression. Um, you want to kill, you know, you want to do nothing with your child. You want to commit suicide. And you're just crying. You want to hurt your child, mm-hmm. which is like part of the not having patience is like, like, I do want to hurt my child, but it's yeah. like something you could never go through unless yeah. um, there's like a different term for like postpartum. Um, maniac or I don't know it's like is it, different... is it like in a sense you just don't care like you Basically. just like because I mean I don't know the way you explain to I've never felt it because I don't have children but the way you're explaining it to me right now it just feels like it's like an outer body experience in a way yeah you know what I mean yeah like it's just and kind of a lot of the time social media and like other friends who have children they'll mm-hmm. explain their experience and you're you're expected to feel that you mm-hmm. know they'll tell you like oh I hold my child and I'm like I want to protect my child and I have a, a connection, an instant connection. I didn't have the connection with my daughter when mm-hmm. I had her. Um, like, I was happy. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, I'm a parent. This is my child. I gave birth to her. But I didn't have, like, the motherly the motherly connection mm-hmm. from the very beginning. So I had, like, a hard time connecting with her. Mm-hmm. And even till now, sometimes, like, I have a hard time. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, like, times where we're, like, we're connecting, but then, like, I still feel like it's like there's the like a guilt. barrier. A guilt? It's the guilt that don't like it does not let me mm-hmm. <laughs> to connect with my because child. you feel like you should you should be like these other people that feel different. 
for their kids. Yeah, I mean, you know? and I force it like, oh, I should be feeling like this. My friend told me she feels like this, so I should be feeling like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is basically how postpartum depression feels mm-hmm. on my end. I feel like a lot of people have different experience with postpartum depression. Do you think, and this is, I'm just trying to process it, right? But do you think maybe it's because there's not just the guilt, but maybe even a little anger that you feel like, oh, can I ask, was was she planned? I was just going to say that. She was not. So do you think that maybe the trigger, like resentment? Yeah. As in like, I feel like this is not what I had in my for plans, my life, for my yes. plan for my life, like my yes. life changed. Yeah, right. yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Um, and when I did get pregnant, we did talk about you know options. Yeah, we had options, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not against it, right? But personally, I feel like I couldn't mm-hmm. do that, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, did I do the right choice? That I did not. Um. But if it wasn't for her, um, I feel like I would be lost. It was gonna kind of crazy. <laughs> no. So I would be lost in my own world. Mm. And I feel a little bit more direction. Yeah. Like, okay, this is this is my life. This is what I'm kinda supposed like to do. Kind of like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. It's just it's just very hard, you know. Mm-hmm. I hear like other moms, and I'm sure every mom has struggled, but we'll hear. I love my daughter so much. Um, she's my biggest blessing. And they'll talk so good Highly. about their lives mm-hmm. as being as a mother. And I'm like, I feel like I just wasn't like, I'm just not that type of mom where I'm like constantly bragging about my daughter or bragging about my life being as a mother, mm-hmm. you know? And then on top of that, um, a lot of people don't know I'm a mom because I don't, I don't show my daughter a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like two two reasons why. Because it's like, why do I need to show my daughter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then two, there's like a lot of pedophiles out mm-hmm. there. Right. There's there's a lot of creeps out there. And I don't feel comfortable like showing my daughter all the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. I've, I've mm-hmm. always think that too sometimes. Like, yeah, I think even like, I think of like celebrities when they don't want to ever show their kids. It's like, I would understand it, it, it too. Sense. You know what I mean? It makes sense. It's like, yeah. you know, um, I was, I complete, I want to say that I appreciate everything that you're saying Mm -hmm. completely because I feel like there's probably a lot of people, moms that feel this way, but they will never admit it to themselves. Mm -mm. Right. And because you're told, you're told that you're not supposed to have these feelings, Mm -hmm. but I believe true liberation comes from speaking your truth and then learning from that truth. You know, like now that I, because I know this, because I'm self-aware of this, I can act on that. Does that make sense? Rather than suppressing, suppressing all the time and then just not. 10 years later, you wake up and then you're just like, what the fuck happened with my life? You know, this is not what I intended it to be. And then you spiral down a different path or whatever. But um, I do feel I'm glad that we're talking about like motherhood in general, because uh, as you know, neither one of us three hosts have children. So I don't think we ever felt like it was our place to ever talk about that because we're not mothers. We can't relate, mm-hmm. you know, but I know there's a lot of people out there that need to hear what you're saying right now mm-hmm. yeah. to, to at least learn how to process whatever it is that they're dealing with at home. Yeah. You know? Can I ask you this? Did you have a bad childhood? 
I did. Yeah. Did you have a close or bad or close or far relationship with your mom? Did you have a good relationship with your mom? Uh, it was like on and off. We, you know, she's a very sweet. Like she's very sweet. She's very loving, but she's got like certain issues that would like disconnect us from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and when it comes to my dad, he was there, but not like there. Mm -hmm. You know, he was just there to provide us. Right. A lot as of, a lot of dads mm-hmm. yeah. do. I wonder if that has anything to do. What, I'm pretty sure it has part of it, like with the connection with your daughter, you know, not having like the best childhood, you know, and kind of like not but healing from that and like kind of like passing that like with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because I would tell myself like, I'm not going to be like my mom. But yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm turning into my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not bad now. Um, like this was like, you know, like years ago when she was born up until she was like two years old. I feel like once she was like three, our our relationships like a little bit much better. She's she speaks now. So we we, we try to have conversations. Um, she'll say some gibberish words, but we try. I try to connect with her. So like I have like a certain time where I'm like from this time to this time, I'm going to connect with her. So we like go outside <laughs> she meditates with me sometimes Aww. or we do breathing work Aww, I so i just that. like kind of like breathe in breathe out constantly mm-hmm. and it's so funny because when i'm angry she's like mom calm down breathe <laughs> she's like mommy you need but to do go you, meditate do you see how amazing that already is like a, yeah. lot of, a lot of moms won't even do that with their kids because they yeah. don't but you're already instilling that in her and she's mm-hmm. gonna grow up already having those practices in her life yeah you know what i mean yeah, she, she's very, like, she's very sweet. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. And um, she's very empathetic. So mm-hmm. she she's very, um, she's never hit a kid. She's never bitten a kid. She's been beat up many times by other kids. <laughs> but she'll just cry about it. Um, like, I have a baby brother. Me and my mom were actually pregnant at the same time. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, how so was my, that? Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. We got stairs, like, I remember this one time we went to the mall and they were like, I think that's her mom, and I think they're pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's just like, um, it's it's awkward. You're like, mm-hmm. yes. But cool. it's like, I was blessed with another baby brother. She was blessed with, like, a granddaughter. Mm-hmm. The only con is, like, we don't get to enjoy each other's. Each other's. Like, your brother and then her. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are you have your own, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can see how that would happen. So... I, sorry, we're gonna no, say something. I was going to say, so you went to therapy for that, right? You found the right one. That you I, I still have not you found the right one. I still have not for the postpartum, right? Yeah, that's for just somebody now, in general. More, it's like depression. Like depression, mm. it kind of like comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it, like maybe once a month. It's not bad, right? <laughs> but I still need to go to therapy just for like. More of like um, help you process it. Yeah, child, childhood trauma mm-hmm. and what I've gone through and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, um, how how do you deal with your current depression? Like, how does that come? How do you know when when you're there? When you're in that mentality already of depression? Just like um, not wanting to get up, not wanting to eat, or sometimes I like eat too much. So it's like. I either don't want to eat or I just binge eat a lot. Because mm. um, sometimes it's like a comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
I just kind of like to to kind of like help it or to more like acknowledge it. I just do the shadow work, meditate mm-hmm. and cry it out mm-hmm. and like talk to my husband about it, you know, except for like men. They're more of like. They're, they're toxic positivity. Right, Men right. literally are the toxic <laughs> That is so toxic true. Positivity. They'll be like, well, just don't think about it. Yeah. Be happy. Be, happy, be yeah. positive. <laughs> like, if you're sad, then you're just going to stay sad. You just have to be positive. Like, mm-hmm. that's literally my boyfriend mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And he's like a Libra. So I feel like most Libra men are like that. <laughs> I was questioning myself if I've been depressed before years ago. But I still go. I see my counselor every year. I mean, every year, every month for the past Mm -hmm. 10 years. And I was questioning myself. I remember even um, asking one of my friends that went through that with me. I was messaging her a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I don't know if I'm depressed or what's going on, but I'm just like so tired. Like all I I could do is sleep. At one point, a couple of weeks ago, I just wanted to sleep the Mm -hmm. whole day. Um, And I noticed that I started like stress eating. Mm -hmm. So I eat a lot. I feel like everyone has gone through depression at least once. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's hard. It is. But I feel like especially for like last year with the mm -hmm. whole COVID thing, I feel like everyone has gone through depression. (laughs) But it's Mm -hmm. funny because like I I show the symptoms, but I don't feel depressed. Mm -hmm. I think I was just like, just like I said earlier, I'm just mentally exhausted and I'm always on the go. That I just felt that Maybe my that's... body just needed just to rest. Because I don't feel depressed. Like, I was telling my friend, I was like, I don't feel depressed, though. I'm Do you showing think the symptoms. There's but... levels to depression? Yeah. yeah. There is. I think, I, I think you're right. I think everybody everybody's dealt with every feeling out there that there is to feel. But I... I, I guess when I, if I asked a question, which I think I asked the poll on it too, it's like, have you dealt with depression? What I'm really talking about is like that serious, like dark, dark thoughts yeah. of depression. And, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like there's a level as to like, okay, this is real depression. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not trying to dismiss everybody else's level of depression because we all feel it in one way or another. But when you feel like you need outside help. You yeah. know, I was suicidal at one point. Mm-hmm. See, and that's mm-hmm. part of depression. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about years ago, but yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... So do you feel like overall your husband is is, is understanding oh, he, of it? Or how how has he dealt with all of this, in, in other words? He's he's the best. He, um, although he says, like, think positive, he's mm-hmm. always like, you know, if you need to cry it out, cry it out. Um, I think he's, like, when I would cry he would like hold me for like an hour of me crying and he would just be like well just talk to me like tell me how you're feeling tell me like like what is upsetting you just Mm -hmm. just talk to me you know he he's not the type of person that's like ignore you yeah he's he doesn't dismiss 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 my feelings feelings that's That's good good. although sometimes i do tend to like keep it in Mm -hmm. um i'm the type of person's like you know i'm okay like i'm not gonna like, I'm okay, I'm okay. Like, nothing's wrong. And he's like, no, just talk to me. Like, I need you to talk to me. Like, like he knows that. Yeah, basically. And I'm I'm very stubborn sometimes. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I think we all are. We, I feel like a lot yeah. of women are. <laughs> right. Yeah, we no. can be. I, yeah, I think that's true. I would always say that. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'll be fine. I'll be okay. Which I wonder why we do that. <laughs> you know? Like, know. why Why do we do that? Like, if we need the help, why won't we ask why for the help? 
Yeah. Or like just talk to someone, especially someone that wants to help you out. You this know? is why I think finding the right therapist is key because I think sometimes talking to an outside person that knows nothing about you, they can kind of give you that perspective from like outside of your life. You know yeah. what I mean? Not being emotionally involved in any way. And sometimes we don't even feel comfortable talking like to someone, you know, like say, for example, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like going deep into what exactly I'm feeling. Sometimes it's just better to talk to someone that you feel that won't judge you. Right. Oh, yeah. Way. No, I've, for sure. I've definitely done that where like just express myself to someone like to a stranger on the internet. Yeah. You know, like people don't like on Twitter, especially, you know, I have like a lot of people are like, uh, like, are you OK? Um, because my Twitter is like my personal and my business. So mm-hmm. if something happens, I'm like tweeting like, oh, my God, I just had the shittiest day ever. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, are you OK? And I just feel more like comfortable. Community? Like yeah. More of a community? Yeah. yeah. I feel more comfortable sharing it with someone who doesn't know you at all. Does not know me at all. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I feel, I feel like we've been talk We've been touching on that for a while now. At least for me, I think it's because you have an attachment to people and the idea of what they think of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Literally. You know what I mean? Attachment exactly. and like you don't want, you want them to see you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if you express yourself and if you go and cry to them or whatever you do, you're going to think that they're going to think differently of see you. See you different. See you different. Right. Like, ah, esta llorona, you know, or mm-hmm. this, this, you know, crybaby or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And the so, fear of judgment too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know that they're not, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's still like, I think it's your own like pride like, and your own yeah. Like, ego. Yeah, ego. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say yes because I, I do that. I still, yeah. to this day, I still do that. <laughs> yeah. I will wait the month for me to go see my counselor for me to open up mm-hmm. and, you know. Express it, let it all like, out. Like, let it all out. Like right now I can just talk to you guys about school, but mm-hmm. legit let everything out. I wait for my counselor. Yeah. Like go on a rampage or uh, like a rampage. I feel bad for her sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what they're there for. It's like you're you're paying them for. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's what they're there for. (laughs) Yeah. So as far as therapists, um, we've had a therapist on the episode, by the way. Oh, yeah. We love her. I've listened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you think like maybe because... There, do you think there's there's a lack of Hispanic therapists out there? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, out of all the therapists that I've gone to, they're all, like, white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have never seen, like, a like a Mexican therapist. And do you feel like they just won't understand you the same way? Like, they didn't live like through the culture. The culture the and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's. Everyone's culture is very different. I feel like I could probably feel more comfortable going to like uh, Hispanic. a Hispanic or a black therapist. Mm-hmm. Like because in a way, therapist. we're very similar. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, it's, you know. My, my therapist is Hispanic. And what I like, I feel more comfortable with her is the fact that she's bilingual. So there's some words that I cannot express myself correctly in English mm-hmm. that I express myself better in Spanish or I don't, you know. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah. It's very normal, mm -hmm. I think. So um, I think this brings us to the idea of like, we do need to push for more. You posted it. I posted just this week. Wow. (laughs) You did. Without knowing that we were going to get into this. Um, How there, we do need to encourage more. I truly believe everybody should be in therapy. 
Yeah. Every person in the world. I always say, especially men. Yeah. <laughs> especially men. I I remember um, this meme was going around and it goes like, uh, about to pick up babe to drop, uh, to just go drop him off therapist. And it's yeah. like, you know, a lot of men don't believe in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's a lot funny. of Hispanics don't believe in therapy. Hispanics in general. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're first gen. Your parents did not teach you anything about expressing yourself. It was like kind of like what Mighty Lou had said. It's like you're like you're in they're in survival mode Mm -hmm. trying to provide. So processing feelings was not really an option, an option for them because it was like, I'm just trying to provide. I'm just trying to make sure that our kids have the best thing. And then this is why uh, first gen or at least we're first gen. Are you first gen? Like first generation. <laughs> Sorry, she I caught you. She was she's sipping on her drink, and I caught her. <laughs> what What would we consider first gen though? Like, like where you're parents, like your parents are from Mexico, yeah, and then you're you're okay, yeah, then yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that a lot of people, as in like the world in general, doesn't acknowledge what we go through, what we've gone through, as in like living two different worlds and having to process that. Being okay with, like, you should learn how to live two different worlds. Yeah. And that's the way life is. And it's like, no, that's not everybody's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with that. And it's like, it, you just, I think there's a beauty of it. Like, we get to experience two different worlds. That That's mm-hmm. great. But then there's also a lot of baggage that comes with that and a lot of emotional, like, because our parents go through trauma, which they're not aware, oh, yeah. and we carry the double trauma. the trauma. Yes. You know, we de- we deal with their trauma, and then we have to deal with our trauma, and it's like, you know, like a lot of people don't understand what we go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I-, I say this all the time, like, I- maybe it's my Capricorn moon or whatever, but I feel like a lot of time it's like you have to, in a sense— parent them a little bit like teach them yeah you know yeah as in like um how to just um like i like right now i feel like with my mom i'm having to teach her how to be tough you know how to not care how to like live your life for you and and don't worry about nobody else you know what i mean our hispanic parents care so much about what people think oh yeah that was my mom that is my mom too um I like yes. I'm I'm bi and my mom doesn't accept it and she's like but what are the people gonna think you know people are gonna make fun of you people mm-hmm. are gonna I'm like mom we live in a world where we accept trans people we accept bi we accept um pansexual mm-hmm. we we have pronouns now like we accept people, people for what, really whatever care. they decide <laughs> right yeah whatever makes them happy yeah. It's not our life. It's like, what makes them happy? That makes them happy. Yeah. I was just having this conversation on Sunday with family, with aunt, mom, whatever, about, um, like, gays. And it's yeah. like, no, like, let them be who they want to be. And it's like, yeah, we can we can let them be who they, I mean, I'm not going to name names or anything, but it's like, but it's like, just not around me type of, you know what I mean? It's like, no. Like the comfort level. Like, that's, yeah. That's the one good thing about my family, my whole family. We have a lesbian cousin. 
And thankfully, everyone is like, well, except her parents. But the rest of the family, like all my aunts and uncles are just like, no, like, you know, if that's what makes her happy. That's what makes her happy. You know, that's you know? one like, thing I think about my mom is I'm grateful for her personality because mm-hmm. she's very acceptance of people. Yeah. She actually wanted me to marry a black guy. When I was little, she would always tell me <laughs> she would want me to marry a black guy. Yeah. I wonder why. I think she just like, I don't know. She always would tell me that when I was little. But I think she's always been very acceptance of people and also allowed me to be who I wanted to be. Like I could I could be young, middle school, I could dress how I wanted to dress. Literally. Like I have I'm very self-expressive and comfortable in that because my mom allowed that and my dad didn't care. It was like, but I also feel like there was a lot of trust. I think when you're cap I don't know if it's just released to Capricorn, but from at least from what I've read, learned, whatever. I think in general, Capricorns, you're almost like a little adult when you're young. Yeah. And you hold a lot of responsibility. Yeah. 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 And I'm also like a first child. So it's like Capricorn and a first child. I'm a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. I have to be mature. Um, And like for the most part, I'm, I've always been mature. Uh, And my boyfriend's more of like the, the childish guy, you know, like he'll be mature when he needs to be, but it's harder for me to like let loose mm-hmm. sometimes, which is like funny because you're like spiritual, like you need to let loose. And it's like my one thing that I struggle with because I grew up not being able to let loose. Like I didn't go to parties. I didn't have um, boyfriends. I couldn't dress up like however I wanted to be. Um, and I didn't start going to like to parties until I was like 18 because I was like okay 18 you're an adult you can go out but you still have to come back at this time mm-hmm. so it's like because of my mom's like schedule setting rules I'm that way too where I'm like mm-hmm. I gotta set rules I gotta have a schedule and I feel like that's part of being like a Capricorn too mm-hmm. yeah well wow. I mean you're an earth sign in general so I think you're very um like schedule and all that is very like you're very oriented with all of that, right? Like yeah. grounding. Um, but I oh, I think overall being the oldest, especially in the Latino family, you take so much more crap than anything else because they limited you the most. You're you were the parent. guinea pig. You're literally a parent. You were the siblings. yeah, you were a parent. Um, and then you're the guinea pig. Yeah, like for the next few or whatever, if I have two sisters, so they gave them more liberty than what they gave me. But I rebelled. I was a rebel regardless. So, but I think just being the oldest, like you're the first one, they're, they're barely kind of testing everything on you. Like how, how being a parent should be. Yeah. By like the second, third, they're just, eh, whatever, do whatever you want, (laughs) you know? But, but that's, that's very, a lot of like emotional, like stress to your life because there's a lot of expectation too, you Mm -hmm. know, from the oldest all the time. Yeah. So tell us about crystals. I want to hear about that. How did uh, how did, did you get to that? Yeah. How did yeah. that transition? Okay, so start. I used to work with this um, this white lady in her business, <laughs> and she would sell like cowhide, like little cow purses, and she would put crystals in the middle, um, just kind of like cow purses. Yeah, like the little like, like cow the skin purses, like, like the oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Made out of the real oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, 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 and she. Uh, introduced me to like the basic ones it's like amethyst citrine smoky quartz um 
And I was like aware of crystals before then, but I had just never seen them like in real life, like mm-hmm. in front of me. And um, and I was kind of like into crystals by then. So I was like, I'm going to buy me like the crystal Bible because I feel like that's very like a perfect book to buy when you're getting into crystals. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there was a Bible. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a crystal Bible. And it's like it explains the hardness, where it's most common. Um, a lot of like crystals are mostly common in India, Brazil and like here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how I got into crystals. Now, from there, um, I got into like wire wrapping, which is literally like wrapping a crystal out of like um, like wire. Mm-hmm. And you hand make everything? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, handmade. Takes yeah. me like 40 minutes to like two hours each mm-hmm. piece. Oh, is that, is that you... your business? Yeah. So okay. it's kind of like this. Where you're... What I'm wearing, oh, but this okay. is actually from like another business that I bought okay. it from. How long ago did you start that? How long have you been doing that? Um, two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that helped you? Oh, that's my coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally say. like if I'm angry, like I therapy. go. Yeah, it's my therapy, literally. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Awesome. So you found the crystal, you found therapy and crystals and then you just it just came to you like I can do this myself yeah I can create um, something myself yeah I was in a mommy group and she was into crystal one of the girls went into like crystals Mm -hmm. and she was like selling a pendant and I was like oh I want to buy that so I bought it and I was like I want to get into this so she was like kind of like nice enough to show me like oh you need to do this this and that look at this YouTube video look at that um and uh, from there, that's whenever I got into more into spirituality, like discovering shadow work, um, meditating, crystals and their meanings, and there's it's like, like a whole new that. world, right? It's yeah. Like once you go, once that <laughs> witchcraft, I learned witchcraft through that. Yes. Like, what is it that we did? The Reiki, the Reiki, Reiki sessions. Reiki. Yeah, I have that? never done that. I want to, but I don't know where to go to. <laughs> We actually oh, have, we have, have we can refer you to someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to look back to that. Yes. yes. So tell us, teach us a little bit more about crystals. Like, what are your favorite crystals? What do they, why, why do what do they do? Them? Yes, how do you like, charge it? And like, tell us everything about crystals. So like if a lot of crystals, um, how do I say it? have a lot of, like, metaphysical properties with them. Mm-hmm. That Like, not only, like, mentally, but physically. Um, I don't really believe in, like, the whole physically part, just more of, like, the mentally part. Mm-hmm. And as of, like, my favorite crystal is probably fluorite because it's... Uh, my favorite color is purple. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, purple and it has some green. And yeah. sometimes it comes in, like, blue, yellow, and... Um, as of like the meaning behind it, I constantly forget what it means. That's why I have like so many crystal books because mm-hmm. I'm like, like what does this do? Memorizing again? them, like and what stuff. does this yeah. do? Yeah. Um, and I feel like the basic ones are really easy. Like the beginner crystals would probably be like amethyst, clear quartz, um, rose quartz, smoky quartz, rose quartz. Rose quartz was my very first crystal. Um, and I bought it at a museum. <laughs> That's what we use for like the gua sha and like the rollers, right? A lot yeah, of yeah, jade. Rose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? I feel like those are the beginners crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of protection crystals. A lot of crystals are protection crystals. So like 
most of the crystals have like a variety of like meanings to it, mm-hmm. but as like protection crystals, I have like a black tourmaline at the top of like my um, doorway. Doorway. They say that Where it's like la piedra negra. My some of my family members <laughs> call it that, that. What is that for? It's to get rid of like negative bad energy, kind of like the same bad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's the same with smoky quartz, um, black obsidian, and. Like, most of the black crystals are going to be known as, like, protection crystals. Mm-hmm. Right. Most of the pink crystals are going to be known for, like, self-love crystals. I'm, like, right. shaky because it's cold in here. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is cold. cold. Right. Cheers. I mean, let's do, you know cold. what? We haven't done a cheers the whole episode, so let's do a cheers. Cheers. Cheers was my Starbucks. What are yeah. y'all drinking? Uh, we're drinking. Um, I don't even th- think we talked about what we were drinking. So me and Michelle are actually drinking some rosé. Uh, the brand is Clinker Brick. Bricks and Roses Rosé. I bought this at Central Market. Do you like it? It's like... It's good. It's not sweet. It's more like a it's, bitter, but it's, it's smooth. It's bitter, but it's not... It's like, smooth. Yeah. Right. And, um... Okay. Resume. <laughs> so, I went to Sedona recently, and I bought a lot of crystals. But I haven't, like, taken them out of the little bag that I came in. Yeah. Because... I don't want to get confused, like, cual es cual, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I don't like they each have, like, their meaning or they're each they each have their name. But I'm like, I'm not good with them yet. So I just don't want to, like, mix them up and then me just forget. Just take a photo and then right there and then do the research and then, like, edit the photo with the tag until you learn Yeah. Them. I personally, like, if you're listening That's to good. this and you're like, crystals, like, how do they work? Like, those people that are, like, not believers in it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. You you believe yeah. what you want to believe. Yeah. So I, I, wanna, I wanted to say this in the beginning and I forgot about spirituality. Spirituality is not necessarily astrology. Spirituality is any, whatever you believe in as a higher divine. Mm-hmm. You know it's what like I mean? It's like a tool. Whatever, reli- I'm very, like... It's very important for me to, like, be acceptance of, like, people's religions and, like, what they believe in. Whatever yeah. it is. It's, like, you believe in what you want to believe in. Astrology is not a religion. No. It's a tool. It's, spirituality is a practice. It's a it's, practice, um, yes. It's your journey. Mm-hmm. No one else's journey. You you cannot practice spirituality by following someone else's spirituality. Right. It's not the same. It's not. It's just, like, your. it's your path. Mm-hmm. It's it's your path. Your the whole point of spirituality is like you learn from your mistakes, you um, acknowledge your emotions. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, there's a lot of spirituality channels on YouTube and people want to follow their spirituality, which every spirituality channel that I have came across to are so unique and different right. compared to like other ones. But spirituality is just follow your path. I think it's what just what you believe in. Yeah, it's like consume what speaks to you and absorb what what speaks to you. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be exactly how that person sees spirituality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's important for people to know. And as far as the crystals for me, I think I strongly believe like what you give power to has meaning. And if the more you give power to crystals, it's going to have a meaning for you because that's that's what it is. You know it's what I mean? Like the law of attraction. It's like the it's like the yeah, the the law of attraction. That's the way I see crystals. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to, like, crystals, uh, if you want to work with them, you need to program them. Because you can't just get a rose quartz and be like, all right, let me it's love. There. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. Like, self-love, attracting love. Like, you're, uh-huh. you're supposed to, like, meditate with it, connect with it, and programming it. So, like, a way, like, I like to connect with my crystals is, like, 
sit on the on the ground. I lay out my crystals and I just let them like I go with my intuition. Like, what do I need to work with today? Um, I pick it up. I like hold it with me and I meditate. And I like I uh, I work with my ancestors. I tell my ancestors, please, like you know, I'm programming this rose quartz for like self love and like harmony and like balance and stuff and I mean that's pretty much what you do with like crystals to program mm-hmm. it right you work you work with the energy you of work the crystal. with it because right. there'll be some crystals that don't want to work with you mm-hmm. and I and it sounds crazy but I have you know lost that? um so whenever you lose a crystal mm. I have randomly I'm not kidding randomly my crystal has disappeared my daughter cannot reach my crystals mm-hmm. My husband would not play a prank on me and be like, oh, your, your lapis lazuli tower disappeared. Right. Um, but it's just like if a crystal disappears, it just means that you don't need it in your life mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I get mad because I'm like, I just spent $50 on that. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, well, how are you just going to disappear on me like that? But right. it's like you um, you just don't need it at that moment. Wow. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, I think I heard a story. If I remember correctly, a friend told me that she took hers when she was traveling to the beach, and then she put them outside to charge, and then the next morning they weren't there no more. Mm. Like, did she hide it? Like, no, it, like she or, put them outside. I wonder if someone either. Oh, her balcony. Okay. Yeah, they disappeared. Never know. What happened? Yeah. Took it. <laughs> yeah. Or like either someone took it or it just it wasn't meant. Yeah, it just to be wasn't meant. That's For her. Maybe a bird took it too. <laughs> so so how long have you been? Um, you said two years now that you started the business. Yeah. The so job? I've been wearing two and a half years, but I started my website a year ago. A year ago. Mm-hmm. So you started where in Instagram or Etsy or? Um, I I have my own website, so I started off with my own website, oh, okay. and you went head on. As yeah. <laughs> But I was selling before, mm-hmm. um, like through DMs. I'm like, oh, okay, like this crystal for twenty dollars, mm-hmm. like, you know. <laughs> Do you feel like that to... community has grown so much? Yes, like people are are becoming more aware of the use of them. Yes, I also think it's part of TikTok. Mm, okay, <laughs> TikTok's a big um, influencer right now. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people weren't aware about like spirituality crystals up until like TikTok, mm-hmm. the whole Moldavite thing that was happening. Um, and if you don't know what Moldavite is, it's literally, I call it an alien rock because it's it's not a crystal. It's like a a meteor. It's like literally from a, an outside rock, like outer outer space. Yeah. And supposedly it's supposed to like fuck your life up or like, um, how do you say it? I didn't even know about it. <laughs> no, yeah. Moldavite was really popular um, and they stopped mining it. Apparently they're making fake Moldavite now because... Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Of, like, a bunch of teenagers buying it. <laughs> um, but Moldavite is supposed to speed up the process of spirituality, getting rid of anything that's negative in your life. Mm. And there's been stories of people saying, like, I got Moldavite, my mom passed away. I got Moldavite, I lost my best friend. I got Moldavite, and... It's purging. Purging your life. Yeah, it's like, oh, negative energy. Oh, <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. You know, and it's it sucks because... Um, a lot of people say, like, don't get Moldavite if you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. If you're a very sensitive person, don't get Moldavite. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally have to prepare. And uh, honestly, though, like, Moldavite is not a bad crystal, like a bad rock. It's mm-hmm. not. If you know um, how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's just supposed to speed up the pro- the pro- the progress of, like, your spirituality. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Mm. Wow. I, I didn't yeah, know a lot of this stuff, to be honest. I'm Googling it right now. I You're Googling it. It's kind of like a... It's like a green rock. Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see it. Where, after, you know, everything that we've talked about, where do you see yourself right now mm-hmm. in your progress with spirituality? Like, from where you started to where you are now? I've seen a big progress, and I hope to, like, continue doing that because I kind of want to, like, encourage my daughter into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, encourage her into spirituality. I'm, I'm not going to force her, you know, mm-hmm. if she wants to have her own religion, you know, pick out her own religion, but just kind of, like, have her understand what I believe in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, of course. Just like our parents did with us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody, whatever they believe in now, were in some way influenced by their parents. Right. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So do you consider, you know, for people that are currently listening right now and that can relate to everything that you're saying, it's like, what do you do on the days that you feel the worst? And how do you come, how do you like come out of that? Like, get out of your funk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to get out of my funk, I, ne- I need to be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, like, sometimes whenever it gets, like, cloudy in here, like, in Texas, it'll be, like, sunny and then, like, cloudy for, like, three days straight. Um, that kind of triggers my depression. Mm-hmm. I I need to see the sun. Like, I'm not the type of person that just enjoys rain. Or I, I kind um, of feel like I'm the same way, too. Yeah, my my husband loves the rain. He's like, I hate the sun. Like, I need rain all the time. <laughs> that motivates me so much. Wow, which really? is so funny. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I need the sun. I feel happier. I I love the burning sensation for the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get out of it, it's just more of like I I need to be outside. I need to uh, ground myself. I walk barefoot outside. Mm-hmm. Um, like the grass, the dirt, and my husband doesn't like it because he doesn't like dirty feet. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, I can ground myself that way. I feel right. more in tune with, more in tune with nature, more in tune with myself. And it just makes me feel happy right. that way. It's so insane to, to hear that, right? And because we all, in a sense, do that. And we're literally, our emotions sometimes, or our feelings are, are changed based on our environment. Yeah, you know, they are. So it's like that is spirituality essentially, because it's like you're being affected by an outside source mm-hmm. that's not you. But we're at the same time we're all connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another thing I like to mention, like when it comes to depression, depression comes from our root chakra. I recently got into like chakra, so I'm mm-hmm. still kind of new to it, but. <laughs> Our root chakra is the first chakra that is formed, mm-hmm. which is like close to like your private area. Mm. Um, it so the root chakra is supposed to be known for like grounding. You're you're like if you don't feel safe, it's because your root chakra is unbalanced. You know, it's it's our um, safe feeling. So when I feel depressed, I like to meditate with like the root chakra, which um, also like. The chakras associate, like the crystals associate with like the chakras. So it's like root chakra is like garnet, most of the black stones that are like protective stones. Um, and I just kind of like whenever someone tells me like, oh, I have a hard time um, 
communicating or speaking my truth. I'm like, mm-hmm. your throat chakra is closed. <laughs> you know, I like you need a. <laughs> That's the yeah. One. I bought um I brought Martha some from Sedona. <laughs> yeah, the chakra. The because I I've been saying that right. I've been saying how I feel. Well, when I did the Reiki session, that was my focus. It's like I want to learn how to be a better communicator because I have all of these. I feel like I have I want to express myself so much and I get so overwhelmed sometimes that I just don't know how to communicate it because of being so overwhelmed in what you want to express. It's like I think it's part of my Scorpio intensity too to where like you just want to be intense and say it all at once but you just kind you of just back off and Yeah. Like, uh. And then you're like it's too much, you know? Yeah. Um I also like struggle with that mm-hmm. with like the whole communication thing. Um I sometimes have a, like, a hard time um, standing up for myself. Uh, so it's, like, part of, like, the whole, like, throat chakra thing, you know? And I feel like all my chakras are, like, blocked at this point. <laughs> and I just kind of have to, like, work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, too, because it's, like, food associated with your chakra as well. You know, like, right. yellow foods associate with, like, um, the solar plexus. Food is energy. Food is energy. Mm-hmm. And... And it goes back to, like, uh, vegans, you know. Um, I'm not the type of person that says, like, oh, like, you should not be eating meat. Mm-hmm. You should not be eating meat because it's bad for you or, like, animals and stuff. But it's, like, I was reading a book where it goes, like, the when you're eating meat, the way that how meat is made, mm-hmm. the animals go through trauma, which you're carrying the trauma mm-hmm. along with them. I've heard that, that, too. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I wouldn't say I'm like fully like vegan, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't like go cheese. That's my only issue. Same. <laughs> like I, I love can, cheese. I have, we're all cheese lovers here. Yes. Yeah. Cheese is, I've tried vegan cheese. It's just, it does not, it's not the same. It's same. not the same. It's, yeah. it's I have not. cut up a lot though. A lot of cheese. Uh, I yeah. haven't. Yeah. Cheese is, no, I can't. It's hard. Yeah. Also, like, if you cut off di- uh, dairy, supposedly, it's supposed to, like, I have out your skin. Yes. I don't do a lot of dairy at home. <laughs> I, I know that. And I have bad acne. And I still cannot eat, stop eating cheese. That's how much I do love Do you it. drink whole milk? No. I don't. No. I, that's the one thing. I don't like milk. Mm-hmm. Like, I see solo. I, I won't. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever drink. Like, I'll do, like, some of my coffee. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, um, you're you not vegan, but you try to practice as much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like at work, it helps a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. At work, it's just like, there's no meat. I got to eat what I got to eat. Right. Smoothies. Uh, we have bowls and like soups and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that helps a lot. Nice. So what is your vision with, with the business? Um, also, tell us the name of your business. Yeah, I was going to say, tell us your, the name of your website. Um, so my business, the Instagram, it mm-hmm. would be flower aura underscore wraps with mm-hmm. a double S. And then my website would be, uh, www.flower, flower or a shop.com. And then like the big cartel, cause I, I'm lazy to buy a, I keep forgetting to buy a domain. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you sell like necklaces and like rings, rings. Earrings. Yeah, actually made this. I was going to ask you which yeah, one. Yeah, that, that one's one. really pretty. Yeah. So this one's, oh, this is fluorite. So these two are okay. fluorite. Okay. Um, the middle one is clear quartz. And then this is peridot, um, mm. which I love it. Like, and I it's love all handmade. Green. 
<laughs> All handmade. Oh, wow. <laughs> I need to. My sister loves, like, she'll uh, wear those necklaces and stuff. So I need to. Yeah. Now I know what to get her for. What is your average pricing, like, for your rings? Uh, rings are, like, 11 11 the angel numbers. Most of oh. my stuff are, like, always angel numbers. <laughs> nice. Um, so but uh, pendants usually run from, like, $30 to, like, 70 depending on the crystal. Because some crystals mm-hmm. are expensive. Right, so, yeah. like, right. you know, I have to price those more expensive mm-hmm, than, like, right. other ones, you know? Nice. How did you nice. find us? Did we already ask that? Ask that no. I... I think I followed y'all through Vivica. Oh, okay. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to Vivica. Yeah. <laughs> well, come. thank you so much. Oh, before we... I was going to say, you should come be a vendor at one of the markets, CFW shops. I always forget. Like, I, whenever I do see that, it'll be, like, too late. It'll be, like, this Sunday. And I'm like, yeah. really? I missed oh, all of it. Like, man. you know, I missed it out. Because <laughs> I saw it, like, three times. And I'm like, how do I keep missing this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I remember, like, good. the first time I did start wire wrapping... I, like, messaged them, and they were like, oh, $70, like, to reserve a spot for your own table. And at the time, I was like, oh, that's kind of expensive. But, like, looking now, I'm like, okay, I'd rather pay $70 than, like, 100 or 200 mm-hmm. or something. Right, right. Awesome. Well, we absolutely loved having you on the episode. Yes. I think, uh, honestly, I don't even think we've ever had, like, these type of topics Deep ever. You're going to have to come back. Yes, and I think it's I feel just, like next time I'll probably be less, like, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I started feeling a little comfortable towards the end. Mm-hmm. Also, it it's cold, so I was, like, shaking. <laughs> like, I mean, and anytime anybody is, like, expressing themselves in, in a very vulnerable way, it's intimidating. intimidating. Yeah. I mean, even for us still, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we appreciate we're appreciative you. that yeah, you opened up. decided to come and open up to us and to people that are actually going to relate to you in a lot of ways and hopefully help. It'll help them to kind of feel like I'm not alone mm-hmm. in that journey, but there is a way out of it. And I, and I feel like with your business, that's what you found is an outlet to a creative side to just kind of release. Yeah. And especially like, I feel like I was never a creative person. Mm-hmm. So like, I literally like love, like, even if I don't sell, I would have still been wire wrapping because mm-hmm. it's like a European. coping mechanism for me. And mm-hmm. In my own therapy so it's like even if you don't buy from me it's like I love making these mm-hmm. um and of course like now I have so many cabochons like um like the whole crystal things um there's like different types of like crystal forms and the ones that I work with is like cabochons is like mm-hmm. the back is flat but the front is like polished mm. I have so many of them so I'm like even if I don't I have so many to wrap right because <laughs> yeah. I probably have over a hundred like to wrap oh wow wow, wow. yeah that means it's your passion it's what you love to yeah do. yes is there anything that you kind of like of last message or piece of advice to piece of advice listeners? you want to say um I feel like I have like a lot of messages but I want to pick out like one message mm-hmm. um just like basically don't don't ever feel like you're alone there's someone out there who will always relate to you and um just just basically don't be afraid to like speak out to how you're feeling um whether it's like ranting on snapchat ranting on like online or to a friend to a family there's just like that one person that will always relate to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Self-liberation. 
Mm-hmm. Well, thank you well, thank so much you. again thank for yes. coming, and we hope to have you back mm-hmm. at some point. And to all, all of our listeners, let us know what you thought about this episode. Um, you can send us a DM. Of course, we will have it on our social media as well. Um, if you don't already follow us, follow us on Instagram at Sipping With Us. And also head over to our Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. If you want to come have a serious conversation with us. Join fill, us. Fill out our guest form. Yes. Serious, funny. I don't know. Anything. Anything. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye.